What's up, other truckers? You are now watching the Asian My Show live. What's going on, the truckers? Welcome to the Asian My Show. Today we are here with Matt, the Poker Gypsy. How you doing today, brother? Uh, doing all right, my man. Hey, that's what's up, man. Uh, you know, we got talking, and your story is like so crazy, bro. Where like we got to get into your story, man, and you know we'll talk about it. But, you know, I appreciate you for respecting my channel. And we like to talk about the money and trucking and get that out of the way first. And then after that, man, the people got to hear your grind, your hustle. I mean, we're talking about living in a tent, homeless, <laughs> Uber driving, you know, professional poker player. I mean, come on. Can I, can I, say, oh, the word, yeah. can I say the word professional poker player, man? Uh, honestly, I'll go ahead and answer that question because I get that a lot. It honestly depends on who I'm talking to. Because Ooh. some people think that in order to be a professional poker player, you only have to make money off of just poker, right? So okay. to answer the question, do I make money off of poker? Yes. Is it my only stream of income? No. So oh. <laughs> you see? So hey. whoever, they can judge however they want. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm set to rest right now uh, for all the people that might be watching and hating. Uh, I will say you are a professional poker player because I know that you're just using the engine of trucking to get you across the nation so that you can play poker. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, you know. And so before we get into this, I ain't showing love if I'm not shouting you out in the beginning. Remember that, Matt. If people shout you out at the end of their podcast one hour later when no one's watching yeah. the show, that that ain't that ain't a shout out. So let me let me jump on here and show people what's up and show your channel so people can see and you guys can uh, follow. It's not subscribe, but follow my man on Instagram, and you know he'll he'll show you what's up, man, and he'll he'll talk about trucking and how he does it, and I might let you explain that actually. So let's look at this real quick. So. The Poker Gypsy, uh, tell me what you are about, bro, so that other people might want to follow your journey. <laughs> uh, basically, man, I just live like a gypsy. Um, you know, the history of gypsies, they come from the UK, but they're also spread out across the world. And, bro, like, I don't have a residence. All my stuff is in a storage shed in Vegas. You see what I'm saying? Like, I live on a truck. This is what I do. I'm here, bro, seven days a week almost 24 hours a day sometimes, bro. It's just, I really don't have a home. Like, <laughs> all my mail gets forwarded to my mom's place in Mississippi. So my mom gets the mail for me. It's like, just gypsy, bro. Just that traveling life, just being wherever I want to be. Hey, that's what's up, man. So, you know, uh, people are going to want to know about your story. So, you guys follow the Poker Gypsy on Instagram. You're watching this now or you're watching this on the replay. Follow my man. He's traveling. He's living in the truck, and he's just doing his hustle everywhere. And I promote people on the Asia My Show all day long to have multiple streams of income. At least try to have multiple streams of income, man. If you ain't hustling, then you're not working hard enough, man. So we got to make that happen. So, you know, uh, before we get into your story of how you went from Uber driving, living in a tent and doing all this crazy stuff, you know, cause they saw the title, they saw the picture of you in the, in the tent. I, I showed some of your shorts, you know, had your butt cheeks showing a little bit. So they seen a little <laughs> action. Okay. But, uh, let's talk about your, your trucking journey. 
Uh, let's talk about that real quick and uh, how you found trucking and how Roadrunner was the spot that you wanted to use basically as your dispatch service. You know what I'm saying? How much, how much time do we have on this live? Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, let's, let's, let's do highlights, highlights, bro. Highlights, highlights. <laughs> All right. Um, so I got into trucking because I was a full-time professional poker player in Vegas and it, it sucks. Like it's not <laughs> the downswings, bro. The downswings bring you to like, it's almost like drugs. It's kind of like what I compare it to because it's kind of the same thing. Um, but even though you're making money, bro, those dips are, are, are stupid. Like it makes you feel so low. So I was making money, but I was like, you know, I don't want to stay in one spot. I really want to travel. Once you stay in one spot, like people start to know your play styles for poker. Oh, okay. So I was like, man, how do I travel? So I just came across an ad. I think I was scrolling through my phone. And I came across an ad for a CDL school. And then I started finding out how there's companies out there that would pay for your CDL. You only have to come out of pocket. So I jumped on that. Um, I was doing security in Vegas before that, but I jumped into trucking and man, it was rough, bro. I was probably broke my first good year man, because man. you got to think, bro, like I'm, I come from poor, right? Like the hood. Not the hood. I don't want to tell you like I'm a gang, but like, I come from poverty. You feel how, what poor, I'm saying? How, how poor are we talking about? I mean, like, okay. like people in one room? How, how poor are we talking about? Before trucking, uh, the biggest W-2 I ever turned in was like 17000 Oh, you were broke, bro. <laughs> no, hey, I, was, I, was, I was broke, broke, bro. I'm talking about uh, um, like reusing paper plates. <laughs> broke, bro. But, um... Wait, did you but, just say reusing favorite place, bro? Hey, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've done that. The powdered mashed potatoes, bro, my favorite. Look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but um, so I went from that to making trucking money, right? Like I'm talking about as an employee, my first position in was like eight to twelve hundred dollars a fucking week. I've never a, a flipping week. <laughs> hey, yeah, we're gonna cuss it. I'm trying to keep this stuff monetized, man. Come on now. Yeah, that was my fault, bro. But uh, I like I I had never seen that much money in my life, so I was just blowing it, you know, uh, bad habits of being broke, basically. Mm. And I had to learn to um basically buy stuff, get it dirty where it's no good no more. I'd ruin it on the truck, and I'm like, man, I just spent all that money on that. So basically, I had to learn how to budget myself because I like I would shut down the truck at malls and just go in and buy whatever I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it would be it was it was stupid bro but i had to learn how to invest i had to learn how to save um and just how to stop being in that rat race man because once you get on that hamster wheel but that hamster wheel don't stop so hey that's what's up man and you know shout out to you for that so you know through working with the company what was that starter company you don't mind shouting them out man oh uh warner yeah Okay, My so uh, Warner, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down, bro, for training? Oh, I mean, yeah, for training, they did good, bro. They did a lot better than a trucking school. <laughs> trucking <laughs> school doesn't teach you nothing. I didn't know how to use a Jake brake. 
Hey, man. Okay, okay. So uh, would you recommend someone go to Warner for training? Let's not talk money because when you start, you're making okay. garbage money. So You know what? You're right. Yeah, I would. I would honestly get an in. I would say go for whoever hires you because, I mean, they're all going to pay you probably 28 to 30 cents a mile anyway. It doesn't really matter where you go. You have no experience. That's you right. got to take that pay average. So wherever you can get in, fit in, whoever hires New companies go for it, bro. It, it's all slavery. <laughs> hey, you know, let's keep it real here, man. So, uh, training wise, you give it a thumbs up then, or thumbs oh, yeah. down? Def definitely, nah, man. I, I I still keep in contact with my trainer today, man. You only get one trainer, so. Hey, that's what's uh, hey. Some people I've interviewed people where they had twenty trainers, bro. So you know, it just matters on your experience. You got lucky, bro. So from Warner, uh, did you? Uh, where was your next step, or how did you get to Roadrunner? I so from Warner, I got fired from Warner for a speeding ticket. <laughs> oh, you Just got fired. <laughs> bad hood habits, bro. I had a motorcycle before I started driving semis. Right. So I was used to going fast. So, you know, this 50, 60 miles an hour stuff bores the crap out of me. So <laughs> my first first time down a mountain, bro, I hit it. <laughs> Got fired, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's hilarious, bro. Hey, hey, that's hey, that's a real, uh, hey, that's a real plug right there. I'm, <laughs> you know, that Warner should hire you back and be like, do a commercial for me, be like, even though I got fired, the training was good. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Hey, so uh, fired. Okay, so you got fired. Uh, after that, doesn't it make it hard to find a job, bro? Man, it does, but the problem is you well, okay, no. Because you know there's always a shortage of truck drivers in America. There's right. always gonna be that. So right. once you mess up your license, you have to go to the people who own the trucks. And if you think these big companies are slave drivers, wait till you get to the little small companies. And now look, this was we was on paper log. We didn't even have e logs. <laughs> so imagine how much I was I was probably running probably about 90 hours a week, bro. No, no bullshit. Like dang, dang, no, no COVID-19 exemptions. <laughs> so, cause, cause how long ago was that? Like 10 years ago or what? How, how long was the paper logs you were doing? Oh no, that was probably about five years ago, four so, years ago. That's yeah, probably yeah. about four yeah. years ago. So, you know, sometimes people try to say that, oh, mom and pop companies take care of you. That's true too. But on the other hand, they have my man over here slave working, huh? <laughs> man, I've, I've been to a few. Yeah, bro. I've been to a few, man. It, it, it's bad, bro. Like people, that's something people don't tell you before you get in the trucking industry, all the bad stuff about the industry, you know? And that's why you won't get in. That's why I try to tell people. I said, man, this, if you don't have a reason for getting in, like, I'll be honest too, bro. Like I love making YouTube videos. So I yeah. use the engine of trucking. Like I'll in May, I'll probably go back on the road. Why? So I can shoot YouTube videos. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, oh, yeah. have, have, have trucking do something for you. Either you're saving money by not having a house or you're saving money by not having a car or you're saving money by having your girl with you or, or you're using it to do your passion because you love collecting rocks, man. I don't care what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like real talk, right? So from, from working bad companies, all this, you end up at uh, Roadrunner Transportation. Talk to me about Roadrunner. Uh, um, what are they exactly? You know, some people think they're a company. Some people think they're a brokerage. Like, what is Roadrunner Transportation, bro? I mean, it's they don't have to choose. You can combine both of those is basically what it is. I mean, it's basically <laughs> the middleman between you and a paycheck. I mean, okay, it's a 
It's a great company, though. But what I will tell people is, bro, I'm running LTL. So first off, you should you guys should know I do this for a lifestyle, right? I do this to be able to get paid to travel. I'm not trying to kill the game financially. If mm. I was trying to kill the game financially, I would go do car hauling or hazmat or something like that. Or moving you furniture. You feel me? Yeah, they, there you go. <laughs> now, this box van and this reefer stuff is at the, at the bottom. Um, but, bro, one thing I like about LTL, it's all drop and hook. Like, I don't have to sit in the dock. I go, I drop a trailer, I unhook, huh. I pick up the next trailer, and I'm gone. And that's it. There's, there's, there's no waiting time. Everything's already... Oh, that's hey, that's what's up. So, wh- what are the minimum requirements for people that want to go at Roadrunner? What you got to bring? You got to bring your own truck. What you got to bring? Like, how old you got to be? No, tell us. You don't even have to bring nothing, bro. Um, like right now, I'm doing a lease. I'm not leasing a company truck, but I'm leasing from another company they mess with. If that makes okay, sense. Okay, I got you. I because got you. I'm only driving new stuff. Like I'm in a 2020 right now. But no, I walked off because I quit my other job. I walked off basically from the street. No truck. All I mm. did was got my butt to orientation. That's it. They hooked. They hooked everything else up. Oh, that's what's up. How many years of experience you need to go and walk butt naked over there? Bro, I want to say six months to a year. It couldn't be. It couldn't be more than that. Really? Right. But see, people need to know if you rent a truck from them from their company, it's going to uh-huh. be cheaper, but it's going to be an older truck. And as we all know, older trucks have older problems, so that's why I didn't go with them. That's right. why I went with another company. Got um, you. That's what's up. What? So in between the time we talked about before me getting here, right? I also owned a truck. I had oh, a two thousand bro, I had a I had a two thousand Freightliner. By my first year and a half in the trucking industry, I had my first truck paid for. By the second year, I had the motor and all underneath redone. I was getting it, bro. Um it just it just too many problems, bro. I had to learn that it's not the engine itself that's the problem. It's everything else around it. Like blowing a hub seal. You ever blew a hub seal in a semi truck? Hey, you don't you know want to do that. When it's leaking, you better fix it and you better fix hey. all of them. <laughs> and I'm talking about the front wheel. My front hub seal blew. Oh, your right. steering hubs? Yeah. Oh, hell no. And I got out of the truck, the truck was on fire, the whole the driver's side, and I was scared because you know that fuel uh filter is right there too and did you so, cry a little bit was there some tears i cried a little bit inside bro look i wasted <laughs> I mean, my I fire there. extinguisher i wasted my fire extinguisher that didn't help <laughs> hey you know what's crazy though like i'm gonna keep it real like most people when they're scared they probably never even use that fire extinguisher you feel what i'm saying yeah. like you most people don't even know how to use it bro they might just throw it at the fire bro <laughs> You know, but oh, so so for people, lesson learned: if you see hub still leaks, don't fix one, fix all. Because if not, you're gonna be like the poker <laughs> gypsy mat over here uh, on the side of the road, fire fire out. And did you lose the truck straight up? Did it no, burn? no, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't lose it. No, 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 no. Um, but when so I called the fire department and they had to go throw all uh, water on it because like the the brakes infused together that it was so hot. It was a heat fire. It wasn't like a flame fire. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Baby fire. Ba- okay, so baby fire. Right. Baby fire. Got you. And then, and then that caught the rubber on the inside of the tire on fire, and that's what was flaming up. So when Damn. I put the fire extinguisher, it just put the flames out on the tire. It didn't stop the base. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would have done stuff like that too. Hey, for real, bro. That's so it. like water, I would never think to pour water on a. I don't know. Like I mean, you know, we make they make us have fire extinguishers and give us inspections on them and all that stuff. I never thought to just throw a jug of water on it. Like, <laughs> ain't that hella funny, bro? Like you're over here with the fire extinguisher, and then they come and go, bro. Why didn't you just throw some water? And you'd be like, right, like. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's hey, that's what's up, man. So for people that are watching that are watching this now, you know, um, my man here is is traveling. He's called the Poker Gypsy. I have I showed you love, bro. I actually put your Instagram in the pin, so when people come on the live chat, they can actually see uh, uh, your link so that they can hit it. And I think it's dope that what you're doing. Uh, you're homeless, living in a truck, and playing poker. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and there's none. Hey, that word homeless sounds crazy, but you know it, it really ain't that crazy. We're gonna talk about you living in a tent and doing all that stuff in a second. But all you right. know, um, let's look at this pay settlements. And the one you sent me was like more of an average, right, bro? Because I I wanted the average. Yeah, that's about an average. Yeah, I'm averaging. Honestly, I'm doing probably about three grand a week is my average. Okay, three grand that's a week. Probably a little over. Okay. Okay. So you were flexing on me when you sent this. I get. I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, numbers. Numbers don't lie, bro. <laughs> hey, numbers don't lie, man. I know it's a little blurry on this side because uh, the poker gypsy sent me a blurry ass settlement. But I'll when I look down, you can see this number, people. Uh, it says uh, forty one hundred uh, four thousand one hundred eighty nine dollars. You know, you can see that, and so. I see it right there. So uh, for people that are looking down and see, okay, you're making about 3000 a week, bro. Um, that's game changer. I mean, my guy was straight broke. He was so broke. He was reusing paper plates. My dude was so broke. He was eating cereal with a fork to keep the milk. My dude was so broke. Now I'm just playing, bro. <laughs> That's all accurate. <laughs> you know, um, but talk about this right here. Um, I know you guys can't get a good look of what this looks like, but you can see the number on the bottom. It does say 4,100. Uh, it was more clear on my side, but you know, when you, I text it to myself and then text it to email. And then next thing you know, it just kind of gets a little bit crappy looking. But with that said, break down real quick. Uh, what kind of, uh, what kind of pay you said 3000 a week. That's to the bank. Take home the mama, right, bro? That I still gotta pay taxes on that, but I mean, look, as a as an employee driver, you're not gonna see nowhere near close to. <laughs> you're not gonna see nowhere near close to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So break it down a little bit. Tell people like if 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 they now this ain't no sponsor video, people. Okay, uh, we're not trying to promote Roadrunner or nothing like that. You know, um, but when it comes down to this. Uh, we just want you to know that here's another way of a guy making some money, man. He went broke. You want to bring your dog in, man? I love dogs, man. You got a werewolf or something? Uh, he's doing his guard dog duty right now. Nah, he's a <laughs> he's a Chihuahua and Jack Russell mix, but he thinks he's a pit bull. He doesn't know. Oh yeah, that's how it usually is. So break it break it down a little bit to let people know how the pay structure really works at Roadrunner and like the percentage cut a little bit so that people that are thinking about going over there, they kind of know mm. what they're looking at. You feel me? So if you're coming over here, you're going to run uh, company loads for cheap rates. But that's terminal to terminal I was talking about where you just drop and hook. Um, but you don't have to do those all the time. I just like having a terminal and being in and out quick 
when you have a terminal, you always have somewhere to sleep. Like you don't have to unload at the dock and then wake up and try to find a go place to park. Um, but then you do regular loads, bro. There's a there's a guy and he works in the backhaul system. And backhaul is just a regular broker to just get you loads, and then you get the full price. That's what's up. And so how do you have to run to make three thousand dollar checks? I mean, that that right there is only two loads. But I mean, I run. I probably did about seven days a week for that. Okay, so you got to run. You got to run people to make some money. Oh yeah, but I mean, now this is like ten hours here, eight hours here. I'm not driving like the full eleven. I pretty much set my own schedule. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, we got some people that want some transparency. Wait a minute. I thought Roadrunner went broke. Are you? Sh did you know Roadrunner went broke, bro? I did. They actually closed um, a subsister company, which was uh, Rich Logistics, basically. Okay, so Roadrunner so, okay. didn't go broke. The partner company they they did away with. I guess they're you know because COVID affected them or something like that. There wasn't enough uh, loads to run. Okay, so there we go. That you know we just did a MythBuster for everyone that thought Roadrunner was done. They're not done. Just one of their companies went broke. That's it. <laughs> Downsizing, baby. You got to downsize sometimes. <laughs> hey, hey, COVID, man. Bear to downsize and lose all. Oh, yeah. But y'all see the – well, I don't know if they can see the date on it. I get my check, so that's all I, <laughs> that's all I care about. <laughs> so so keeping it real right here, um, if someone is willing to run with a company like Roadrunner, you need six months possibly to a year of driving experience. You could go there with no truck, and then you're doing a, like a lease route, but – so let's let's go by your numbers real quick. I'm not fact checking you. I just want to break down some numbers, right, Matt? Um, uh -huh. Three thousand times four is twelve thousand dollars. How much of that uh, is the uh, the truck at the end of the month? Oh no no the the check you just seen that's all those expenses taken out. Ooh, that's after expenses, bro. That's that's after expenses. <laughs> oh okay okay okay. So yeah, let me yeah, no all. Fuel, all that's taken out, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So the whole check was probably about six, somewhere around six. And I got oh, to keep after all expenses about four something. Yeah. And that's after the truck payment on all that. Right. After truck payment, after fuel, all that. Yeah. Damn. So you you making like twelve thousand dollars and then after you paying your taxes, you're you're clearing like eight eight grand a month, something like that. You know, depending on how taxes are. Eight grand a month? Yeah, depending on how taxes are, because if you're yeah. making twelve thousand, you somewhere around eight to nine, you know. Well, okay. See, this is the thing. This is the trick. Um, I do YouTube too. Like I have my uh, my gaming channel. Whoa, whoa. Let's so, let's let's t we'll talk about all that after too. Well, we'll put up well, your links to that too. I'm gonna show you about the taxes. So instead of paying taxes, right? All the money that I would pay in taxes, I just put into pro uh, promoting YouTube. And then it becomes a tax write-off when my YouTube page gets monetized. Ooh. <laughs> you see? Okay, okay. Okay, I do something similar to that, but okay. Okay. I see, I see you. I see you. Okay. Oh, oh, so I'm just trying, bro. Just trying to make it. <laughs> okay. So um, my man over here, for you guys to see right now, he's making about $3,000 a week. That's after his lease payment for his truck. That's after everything. But he's not lying here that you got to be on the road to do this. My guy lives in his truck to make this happen. So 
uh, that's that, man. So uh, we'll we'll do some Q and A in a little bit, and people can ask some questions. But now that we have Roadrunner out of the way, actually, anything else you want to let people know about Roadrunner before we start talking about your life? I mean, look, I just tell them it's the best company I've been to so far. Uh, I get to make my own schedule. And if you've ever been a regular employee in the trucking industry, you know that's rare. So, I mean, it's here. You see the money is here to be made. Comfortable right. life. Hey, that's what's up. And and no, we are, we, we are he is not sponsored. You're not sponsored, are you? You would tell me if you no, were. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Not sponsored, but I can honestly tell you that this is the best company I've worked to so far. I'm not telling you this is the best company in the trucking industry, period. But I'm telling you, you see the money is there and I get to choose my own schedule. So, right. Okay. That's what's up. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, let's talk about your life now. Let's go back a little bit in time and, and really talk about, uh, um, how you guys started. I mean, you were, you were broke, broke, right? And I love the word broke, broke because it's like, it's like, damn, I'm just broke. Hey, at least you ain't the, (laughs) that guy over there, that dude broke, broke. You know, um, let me share this real quick. Uh, You know, don't flag me on your YouTube channel for sharing your tent thing, okay? No, you got it. All right. Let me see. Uh, Let's let's look at this real quick. Um, So for you guys watching this, this is my man right here building a damn tent, y'all. And so so tell people about this, man. You're seeing the screen. Uh, What are you doing and where were you at this time in your life, bro, living in a tent? I was in Georgia, man. Um, I would start off in Georgia and then I went down to Florida. I lived in a tent for probably about a year, man. Um, I was just focused on um, basically just collecting cash instead of collecting like houses and stuff like that. I mean, I would live in a tent at a campground. It literally cost me nine days. I mean, nine dollars a day. That's the most I've ever paid at a campground in Florida. They're free. You can go really? up to Lake City. You can go up to Lake City with the campgrounds and just park an RV, park a tent, whatever, and just that's it. The only thing is you got to move every 14 days. That's all. Yeah, okay. free living. But I mean, my rent was low and I was making money because I had just converted from truck driving to doing Lyft and Uber. You see what I'm saying? I'm driving Lyft and Uber cars like 120,000 miles a year. Like, Dang. So, so, so you wait up. So you were doing Uber while you were living in a tent for only $9 a day, right? Um, right. Yes, sir. I'm making like $150 a day and then only have to pay nine in rent. Like, dang. Okay. Uh, l- l- let's debunk this real quick, yo. Uh, uh-huh. I, I get a lot of people that tell me like, yo, Alex, um, you know, the, the money that you're going to make, uh, in trucking is like minimum wage stuff, man. I'd rather drive a Uber or DoorDash. Why, why is that true? Or is that not true? I think it's because of the long hours we work, man. Like I told you, when you first get in the game, you're going to make like eight to $1,200 a week. Right. Right. But now you're also working 70 hours a week plus because the 70 hours is just driving. You see what I'm saying? So when you get an $800 check, and you've worked 70 hours a week, that's only 10 something an hour. Like, mm. But, you know, uh, so what's the difference uh, in trucking and Uber? What's the big difference then when it comes to the pay? Well, I mean, the level I'm on now is an owner operator and not an employee. It's huge. But 
I mean, if you want to just be an employee and in trucking and bottom level, then you might as well just do Uber or Lyft. Like if you're in a busy city, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I got you. So for anyone out there that wants to stay low level and doesn't want to elevate themselves, then just stay with Uber, bro. Don't even get into <laughs> trucking. All right. Uber Don't Lyft. Even. <laughs> Uber now, Lyft. See, this is the part where they go wrong, right? Because you're only making $800 a week, but then you got to turn around and put 500 what probably that one week into just rent alone and then car maintenance and then gas and all that like it's it's low level so you would actually be better going into trucking than staying lifting uber slightly not by much at all you'd save on bills but other than that no i heard that um someone did ask a question right here someone said wait a minute so did my man he he basically picked to be homeless by choice or were you pretty broke and that's why you were doing uber and you were living in a tent ah uh, good question no i was pretty much out there by choice man i love being out in nature um i just love nature bro like i grew up in um an rv pretty much right my stepdad was a welder and then he would we would have an rv and we would travel place to place so i'm used to living in rvs and stuff like that as a kid and then on vacations, we would go camping. So that's how I got used to the woods. But I mean, bro, these campgrounds, they have uh, beaches, outhouses. It's nothing like it's nothing like primitive camping, you know? It, you might as well be trucking. I mean, at this point, you're training yourself to be a trucker, bro. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, the way I look at the, the way I look at camping it's like, think about it, bro. Think about how far back people were living in caves and stuff like that, fighting dinosaurs and stuff. Like, if they survived then, and we have all these advances, and you can't survive out there now, you've actually gone backwards in evolution. <laughs> like, bro, I'm going to keep it real with you right now, man. Like, I will find a di I will fight five dinosaurs, bro. But if you get a spider in my tractor... I'm burning down the tractor and trailer, bro. Like hey, straight you know, they up, got, bro. They got bug spray these days, bro. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you want to hear an Asian man scream like Mulan? Man, you, you, you put a big-ass spider right next to me, man. I'll fight a werewolf. You know what I'm saying? You, you, put, yeah. you put a lichen next to me, I will fight him. But oh, no. Nah. So that's why so I couldn't I, do that, man. So how much money were did you actually save, bro, uh, doing the tent life, like the homeless tent life for a year, bro? Man. I don't know, probably about 10, 20 grand, something like that. Damn, that's what's up. That's, that's what's probably up. Probably how much I save, yeah. $20,000, man. So, you know, when people talk about living different to come up, it's real true, man. I mean, I think you can make it anything, man. I mean, if you live in a tent for a year, bro, I mean, trucking must feel easy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. This is this is nothing, bro. So you know, so let's let's talk about it, man. Let's let's let me show some of your Instagram stuff where we're talking about um your your poker and your, the hustle that you're doing playing poker and stuff like that mm -hmm. because I love side hustles before we get into poker i will make a disclaimer that uh gambling is super addictive bro i had a problem i was hitting the slot machines at every i'm talking about every truck state city i made an excuse to myself man i was like you know what the truck stops probably full i better park at yeah. the hard rock <laughs> and then drop a thousand dollars you know what i'm saying like drop okay, some so money you know 
did you have a strategy at least, or you just went in there pulling pulling the rods down? I kind of so what I did was I have the I watched. Okay, I'm an observant dude. I don't know mm-hmm. nothing about slots. I don't know nothing about gambling. But every time I see these damn testers that come out uh, and, and test the slot machines, they'll put a dollar into like they'll put like five dollars into every machine and then go to like the next machine and do it. Oh. And, and and they were testing and I didn't know. So what I did, my strategy was I just put in a couple bucks machine and then go to another machine, put a couple bucks uh, and then uh, I go uh, around, uh, you know, and I was doing all right with it. I mean, but, you know, my game was, you know, poker, uh, you know, the Asian me, I was trying to get Panda and Dragon, you know, yeah, you know, Baccarat, yeah. you know, um, oh, but yeah. it was. It was sensitive, man. I mean, trucking can really build you that negative habit. So, I mean, let's talk about that real quick before we talk mm-hmm. about the hustle because you do it more in like a strategic sense. You do it more for a come up. And yeah. so you probably have more discipline, but uh, can you talk to people since you are a professional poker player as well about the habits of gambling and, you know, how do you know when you got the flags? What What are the red flags and all that, bro? I mean, basically, when you feel yourself when you, when you feel yourself starting to go backwards, pretty much. Um, what I come to find out from losing it all and getting it back is once my bank account drops below a negative, or once my bank account gets to a thousand dollars, I feel broke and I pretty much get sick and I can't think about nothing other than <laughs> making money, bro. And that's it, like. <laughs> you know, I- but um. I definitely, if you can't beat the game for free, don't walk in a casino and throw money on it. Put it that way. So mm. for all you guys who think you want to do it professionally, like I run into professional craps players all the time, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't continually, continuously make money with craps, right? I'm talking about let's take $10,000 and turn it into $20,000. Do that 10 times. Can you at least do that 10 times? Like it has to keep going up you see what i'm mm-hmm. saying you just <laughs> practice it there's applications download craps and beat the craps application before you go into a casino if I you can't you. Beat the application you don't have no business going throw money at it on a casino and okay. slots is a little difficult because i know there's slots on the phone too right and the slot machine strategies on your phone and the slot machine strategies in a casino is, is two different things, bro. So no, I tell you, man, that's and And so, you know, for people that are jumping on here right now, because someone uh, says something really great, they go, uh, they go, LOL, WTF is this? So what this is, is my man was broke, broke. I mean, he was living in a studio with five Hundred other people. I mean, he was living in the tent life. He was homeless, battling other homeless people with knives and shanks. <laughs> he became a truck driver, and uh, you know, he started, and then he became an owner operator with uh, Roadrunner. And we talked about that type of money. So I'll put uh, timestamps in for people that missed the money. But basically, Ooh. you were making three thousand dollars a week after all expenses, but you still got to pay taxes on it. So you're making. You know, gross twelve thousand net, maybe eight to nine, eight to nine thousand a month. So you're making about six figures, a hundred k a yep. year, living in a truck, driving a truck. So for anyone that's just new jumping in right now, for the hundred plus people that are watching this live, hey, that's what's going on. But now 
we're talking about how he uses trucking to fuel <laughs> his passion of poker. So that's what it is. So hopefully that updated you a little bit. Um, so um, let's let me show a little bit of this because this is some good stuff here, man. And uh, uh, tell me how much money have you lost? I like hearing how much money you lost first. <laughs> My goal in poker, right? Well, my, my biggest downswing in poker is about five grand a day. But I've also won about five grand a day. So, like I said, it's got its ups and downs. Let me see. But now in trucking, I've lost way more money in trucking than I have uh, <laughs> in poker wait for up. sure. <laughs> wait a wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. Let me go back to, so, you know, uh, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, why have you lost more money in trucking than poker? And what's the most you ever lost in uh, poker in one day? Five, five grand in a day, five grand in a day, but I've also won a grand in a day. Okay. So, and so that's playing that poker. Swing. That's a, right. that's a, and for people that don't know poker, five grand for a day of playing poker is a lot of money lost, bro. Oh yeah, dude. You, how did, tell me how you felt that day. Let's, let's rekindle that day. (laughs) When I was first started playing, bro, I was, I was pretty upset, bro, but I was taking some, I was taking some extremely like bad beats, bro. Like it was, it was stupid. Um, I felt bad, but then it didn't kill me because I used good bankroll management. You see what I'm saying? Like I still had money left. I pretty much had five thousand dollars to blow in the casino. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's what's up. But shoot, man, that's it's, it's one of those things, bro. Let me play this real quick too. While what is this that I'm looking at too? So that's my article um, in Annie Up Magazine, which was in every casino in the country, and that was 2018. Hey, let's talk. Let's talk about it. What what, what was that exactly, bro? I, it was just an article. Um, you know, you contact the editors. If you give them a good story, if they like you, uh, then they put you in a magazine. Basically, it wasn't for no awards. It wasn't for no trophies. I was just happy to get a uh, free dis- distribution, basically, in every casino. Damn, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, bro. Look at that, man. So you really out here signing stuff, si- signing <laughs> checks and kissing babies, bro. That's what's up, man. Nah, nothing like that. <laughs> hey, you know, no, that's cool, man. And so, you know, we talked about it a second ago. You know, you're, you're traveling the nation and you're, you're playing poker everywhere. Uh, and you're, what, originally from Vegas, bro, or what? No, nah, originally born in New Orleans, man. But, like, I've, I've been everywhere, bro. I mean, I've been there everywhere, especially with trucking. But. Even before trucking, bro, like the longest spot I've ever lived in one place was five years, and that was Georgia, and that was it. Like, other than that, I've moved my entire life, so I'm just used to that that wagon life. Yeah. Hey, that's what's up, though, man. Shoot, it's one of those things where I would say, uh, uh, what what's the best city, man? Where's the best city to get some buffet? Uh, you know, it's COVID right now, and you can't get it. But what would be the best city, bro? I mean, you in Florida, bro, everything's open. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it just just depends, bro. I mean, every big city has a good buffet. I guarantee you we can find something in in every big city, man. It doesn't – it's crazy. 
No, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about the, the hustle life of, of poker, man, so that people can understand a little bit. And then at the end, we could close the interview with whatever you want, man. But I just want to shine light on you and just let you know that I think you're doing some dope stuff, bro. Like, you know, everything on the Asian My Show that we talk about is really about finding multiple streams of income, how to grind, right. how to hustle, and how to live different. And your ass is living in tents to living in trucks, <laughs> okay? Uh, and so I'm telling you, man, yeah, you, you got an amazing story, man. And I dig it, bro. Oh yeah, man. I mean, at the end of my career, bro, the only thing I really want is like a piece of land, a RV and a houseboat and I'm good, bro. I'll probably end up giving all, <laughs> giving all my, my other money away or helping other people with it. But bro, other than that, like just, just that simple life, bro. That's it. Hey, that's um, what's up. That's what's up. But now I grew up, I graduated high school in Biloxi, Mississippi. And that's how I got involved in the casinos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're done, but casinos out there, bro. Come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> but I basically just sat down and did strategies. Like, I would practice, like, at home before I went in the, into the casino and stuff. And I would come up with different strategies for different games. And I, I was originally counting uh, cards, blackjack, and then I got caught by a pit boss. And he was like, look, if we, you know, ban you from this casino, you get banned from four other ones. So I was like, no, let me focus on something else where I can continue to make money from the casinos, basically. And uh, yeah. poker got the, the the better result. So I just I stuck with poker. So, Hey, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, any uh, advice for anyone that wants to do poker for a living uh, and uh, really grind hard and make a living doing it? What, what would you consider a, a successful professional poker player? What type of money? Because it's so hard. I get excited when I win a hundred or two hundred bucks, bro. So I don't know how the hell you guys grind all day to make this money, bro. I mean, it's just like sitting behind a truck, man. I mean, if you love doing what you do, you don't really mind it, you know. Um, you know, they say a man who wakes up and does whatever he wants for a living never works a day in his life, basically. So, um, hey. But I mean, as long as you can sustain yourself and the lifestyle you want from your poker winnings, then you're pretty much a professional poker player. Oh, that's what's up, man. So definitely, man. I probably spend like $2 a day, bro. So I got to make like $100 a week, bro. I'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. I'm, I'm really happy for you, man. I'm, I'm happy that you're finding your way. You're doing your thing and you're happy, bro. Like I could tell when I talk to people and they're not happy, like – you're like genuinely pretty happy and you're successful in trucking. You're making that work. You, you get to live in your truck and it takes you to all the places you want to go. And you're yeah. making a hundred G's a year from trucking. And you're making, you, know, <laughs> you know, and you're making more money from uh, yeah. poker, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so dude, that's dope, man. Anything that you want to leave people with bro, as far as people that want to go into trucking or live their best life or, you know, anything like that. I mean, do whatever you want to do, man. Um, uh, when I was a younger kid, man, the biggest question that used to dwell on my mind was what is life, right? right? So this is what I've came down to. There's birth and then there's death. Whatever you want to do in between that opportunity, that's what life is, bro. Just go do it. Like, <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> hey, I love it, man. I love it, man. Uh, it, it, it's one of those things where uh, – um, you know, I, I wish everybody just lived their best life, man. If we stop trying to 
become millionaires. You know what? I know guys with millions of dollars, and I hate all of them. Yeah, I hate all of y'all like out there, man. Because <laughs> you know the commitment it takes, bro, to be a millionaire, bro? You got to yeah. have employees. You got to – I mean, some people strike it good. Whatever they do, they hit big. I get it, okay? But for the rest of us, people that become millionaires, that means they have to run 10 or $20 million businesses to become millionaires. It consumes you. Right. Oh, oh man. It consumes you a thousand percent, bro. So, you know, it's uh, whatever you want out of it, people, you know. So I, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this interview today. And, you know, please, please, please subscribe to my guy. Follow him. Uh, tell them all your links and where you're at, bro, so that they can hit you up. Instagram is the Poker Gypsy. You'll see a lot of these symbols. Oh shit, wrong titty. You can see a lot of <laughs> see a lot of these symbols, but it's um, the one without a city next to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff, man. Y'all just y'all just look out. Y'all be seeing me soon, man. <laughs> hey, that's what's up, man. The Poker Gypsy in the house, man. There you go. Hey, that's what's up, man. Nothing but love, man. I'm I'm glad we got to connect. Uh, my boy Mike Sweeney, he's uh he, he runs uh Lucky Chances, uh out in where's Lucky Chances at? California. In, uh, in California, and I uh, what city's that in actually though? I, it's by San Francisco. I forget the name of the city. Yeah, yeah, but my boy Mike Sweeney's the uh one he 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 runs Lucky Chances, and he told me, hey, man. There's a guy named the Poker Gypsy that uh, <laughs> I need to, you know, let you know about. So, all I asked him if he uh, need a shout out or anything in return. He said he don't need nothing, man. He just thought it'd be a cool little interview, and I and I thank him for that. So I appreciate you, Mister Sweeney, for this. And uh, the Poker Gypsy, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate you for being on the show and being transparent with Roadrunner and what you make as a owner operator, bro. You got it, my man. All right, hey, you have a good day. Yes, sir. Peace out. All right, mother trucker. So, I mean, dude, it. What a fun guy, man. What, what a what a great guy. He's doing a lot of great stuff. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed the interview. Um, I, I really want you guys just to get the best out of life. Whatever you want out of it, I'm gonna keep on interviewing as many truck drivers as possible. Try to find a spot that might fit for you, and from that. You can hopefully build something great from it, man. It's it's one of those things where trucking's just a seed. You plant the seed, and then all these branches coming out, and from whatever you could get out of it. I mean, I, I hope that you live a very fulfilling life. But until that time, I'm gonna do my best to try to keep on doing interviews, try and keep on doing everything, and get it going. You know, I'm out here at the Mecca Chrome Shop, so I just want to show love to it because this is my studio. This is where I'm at. This is my guy Mike right there. So, you know. Mike says, what's up? You know, hey, you know, we're out here. We're living life. I appreciate you guys. If you guys want to contact me uh, and collab on anything or would, if you'd like to be on the show, you know, text me right there. 786-353-5674. And we'll be good, people. I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on. Um, I think we had a couple moderators. I see the little Viking coach. I see Cassius King. I see a couple people, man. If I miss anyone or any questions, I apologize. But we're just doing our thing. We're chilling. That's what's up. Oh, I see Dirty Broke, too. What's up? Fred the Felon. Yo, I love all y'all, man. Thank you so much for just being a part of this community and, you know, helping me 
share the wealth of transparency and knowledge. And I can't say it enough. Um, just make the most out of what you can. And if you think that trucking can do something for you, then I will definitely do my best to give you as much information in it and get inside information from truck drivers and trucking companies and businesses and, you know, all these great stuff. So thank you. And we'll see you again tomorrow. I don't know if I'll do a live if I have a free day tomorrow. So if anyone wants to jump on or have some video idea they could do, we could do it. But we'll see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. I love you. And anything. Damn it, man. What was that to you? <laughs> the home of Chrome. Hey, I like that. <laughs> love you guys. Peace out. What's up, other truckers? You are.